0: We miss our pastor greatly this morning and believe me, uh, I've spent hours of thinking of what I would preach on this morning and I would, <laughs> believe me, I'd like to take a seat this morning and let him preach. Uh, we greatly miss him and uh, I know he's listening in and I pray that not only I've asked the Lord to, I, I want to do a good job for the Lord, I want to do a good job for you people, but also our Uh, Our captain um, here, of course, Brother Hoots, Uh, I want to do a good job for him as well. Uh, So this morning, I want to talk about fruitfulness, and uh, Brother Clark has uh, taught a a lot on that this morning, and we're going to talk about trees, and you know, God, uh, He's mentioned a lot of things throughout Scripture. He talks about donkeys, and uh, we see roosters, we see uh, great fish. And even the trees, uh, God, He has used and He compares it. And so we're going to look at that on this morning. Psalms chapter number 1, if you found your place, say amen this morning. Amen. All right. Verse number 1, the Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seedeth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Now verse number 3 is one of my text verses this morning. The Bible says, and let's read it all together. Here we go, verse number 3 of chapter 1 of the book of Psalms. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that You'll help me this morning. I pray that You'll get me out of the way this morning. And I pray that Your Word will be preached... Uh, Lord, I pray that it will be understood. And Lord, I pray that lives will be changed. And Lord, I pray that everyone that's under the sound of the preaching of the Word of God this morning, maybe through internet, uh, maybe uh, uh, through uh, uh, YouTube, and Lord, just today in the congregation, Lord, I pray that I can be a blessing and a help and an encouragement. and Lord, I pray that you'll do your work, your work, and not mine. Pray that you'll bless our pastor, bless his family. In Jesus' precious holy name do I pray. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. We find in Genesis chapter number 1, Genesis chapter number 1 and verses number 10, the Bible says, and God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters called he Seas." and God saw that it was what? It was always good. Everything's good with God. And the Bible says in verse number 11, it says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree. Here we go. The fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it will sow. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree. Yielding fruit, whose seed uh, was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was what? Good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. Growing up, I loved walking out in the woods, especially in the hills, mountains of Kentucky. I loved walking through those uh, as a young boy. I would walk through there and we'd have little forts like any boy would. And, uh, I loved walking through the woods. I loved looking at the big trees and I loved, uh, finding all kinds of, uh, different critters and, uh, squirrels and, uh, we used to eat a lot of squirrels and, uh, different things that we would kill that day. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I always, uh, walk up to like a big white or a black oak. Uh, one of those big trees, and I'd marvel and think, man, I couldn't believe I'd wrap my arms uh, around that tree and I would try to uh, hold on to it and see how big it was by the span of it. And I would look up to the tops of the trees and see the birds and the nests, and I would see all the uh, life that was in that tree and, man, how marvelous it was. And no matter if it was a sunny day or maybe it was raining that day, man, the tree would cover me. we would build forts and uh, we built one tree house it was probably 10 foot or so and we would climb up a rope how many y'all ever had a tree house how many you ladies had a tree house Oh wow, you, man, Texas, man, what, a, what, you, man, that's awesome. But, uh, we'd have a tree house and we would get, uh, uh, grab on a rope and we would go up in that tree house and man, we'd sit up there for hours and we'd play card games and, uh, we had a little fort and our BB guns and man, those were the good old days and man, I loved being up in that tree and, uh, man, seeing God's creation and, uh, and you know, when we come to the Word of God, the tree is mentioned or trees is mentioned over 200 sometimes throughout the word of god i think about trees i think about uh, the trees that god created on the third day he created a lot of things uh, that we see he created everything that we see but at the same time he created the mighty tree the oak tree the maple tree and all the trees that we see he he created those things and we uh, uh, see that in his creation And we come to the place throughout Scripture, we see Noah, he had to cut down a tree and many trees out of gopher wood, and he built what? The ark. And we see that man uh, throughout Scripture. We see uh, old prophets of God, and we see them uh, uh, sitting under a juniper tree. We see them uh, uh, him ta- casting the tree into the uh, the waters that were bitter. And he made them sweet again. Or we see even the New Testament about trees, and we see even our Lord hanging on the tree. We see so many things throughout Scripture about the tree, the tree. And this morning, you know, there's two types of trees. There's deciduous, and of course uh, those are the ones that lose their leaves. And then there's the evergreen trees that uh, don't lose their leaves. They stay like that all winter long and all spring long. They're always the same. And this morning, that's how we ought to be as Christians. As that evergreen tree. I want you to notice something here. In verse number 3, it says... And he, it's talking about the blessed man or the happy man, the man that's in Christ Jesus, the one uh, you and I that are serving the Lord, that are uh, doing our very best, that are reading the Word of God, that a uh, man, we love the Lord, and man, we are blessed beyond measure, and we should be happy this morning. But it says, blessed is the man, notice this, That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the uh, seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Notice that. That rivers of water is the word of God. We ought to be planted by the Word of God, that the Word of God ought to flow through us. The Word of God ought to be in our minds and our hearts. The Word of God is what we uh, we brought to church this morning. The Word of God is what guides our life. The Word of God is what we stand upon. The Word of God is what was preached in the mall just last night. The Word of God, the rivers of water. Now notice this. This tree that bringeth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I want you now to go with me to the book of John. John chapter number 15, hold your place there in the book of Psalms. and John chapter number 15, the Bible says here in verse number 1, everybody in this room probably knows this. Maybe know it by heart. In the Bible, Jesus said here, I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Verse number 2, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring what? Much. uh, Notice this, forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. Verse number 5, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do what? Nothing. Nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And uh, uh, men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Ye, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that he bear what? Much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Drop down verse number 16. He says, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And ordained you that ye should go and bring forth, here we go, fruit. And that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, ye may, and that he may give it you. The battlefield this morning across America. The battlefield is in fruitfulness. Now, I want you to stay with me. We uh, Christians are under attack. We're under attack across the world. And many of our attacks we see daily. We see daily in our lives. Christ is under attack. The Bible is under attack. And you and I, our fruitfulness is under attack. Forces are at work. Satan is at work in him and his demon forces and endeavoring to undermine the things of God in the lives of his people. One of the greatest areas of spiritual warfare this morning is this thing called fruitfulness. In the next few moments, I pray that you can just, uh, man, if you can get something out of this message, I I, I promise it will be a help to you. I promise i will help you and your family, your walk with God. But you need to think about a tree this morning and see what Jesus says about it. But fruitful this morning is found in the Bible in 32 uh, verses. And God wants His uh, uh, children to bear fruit. You children, you look at me real quick. God wants you to bear fruit. He wants you to live his life. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be successful. But God wants you to be able to bear fruit in your life. He wants that. He wants that from you. Every Christian in this room this morning, in 2 Kings chapter number 19 verse number 30, the Bible says, and the remnant that is escaped to the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward and bear fruit upward. You know, the Lord wants fruit you know what the devil wants this morning you know the devil he uh you you say well i'm i'm saved here this morning praise god you're born again you're rooted in jesus christ as brother clark said this morning in sunday school you're rooted your roots are down and uh, your roots are in christ jesus and you are a child of god praise the lord for that Amen. daniel i'm sorry if i spit on you this morning I, i'm a spitter too <laughs> And you know what? We're rooted in Him. And now, praise God, your home is in heaven. The devil sees that. He's lost the battle in that. But one battle now that he wants, he wants to take away the precious fruit from your life. He don't want you to be able to live this Christian life And your testimony to be good to the world. For sinners to be saved. He doesn't want your fruit to bear. He don't, he wants the tree to be bare. He wants that tree, if you can imagine it right now, hey, that was used to be full of apples or oranges. He wants it to bear less and he wants it to be few in number and he wants you to just not have much fruit. And when he does that, Satan wins. That's his target. That's his next big target. And that is the believer's fruitfulness. His fruitfulness. It's a battle. As that song says, it's a battlefield, brother. Not a recreation room. It's a fight and not a game. Run if you want to. Run if you will. But I came here to stay. I look around this room this morning and I see all kinds of uh, Christians around this room. I see uh, some young Christians that are just sprouting up. And man, they're uh, they're uh, rooted in Jesus Christ. And then I look around this room this morning and I see uh, maybe a teenage tree that's uh, starting to get out of the ground and it's starting to bear its leaves and it's starting to bear a couple of fruit. And I see those things growing. And then I look around this room and I see a lot of mature trees. Don't y'all love walking in the woods or outside and seeing those big trees? They have stood the test, brother uh, Hoots. If you're watching this morning, I'm thankful that you're a big tree. He stood the test. All these many years in this pulpit, and pulpits abroad, and it's a tree that we can count on. Yes, we don't worship Him, but we can count on Him that He's telling us the Word of God by believing in this book, and thus saith the Word of the Lord over and over again, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday night after Wednesday night, Bible study after Bible study, He has taught the Word of God. I'm thankful for those mature trees that's out in the forest. I'm thankful for all those pastors, those missionaries that have kept on the field all these many years and gave their lives uh, uh, for the cause of Christ. I'm thankful for you dear parents and grandparents. You're still sitting in church. I look at a lot of you grandparents. Your kids are here. And they've got kids. And you're still standing you haven't gave up uh, on church. You're still here. You're still uh, uh, being uh, uh, represented. You're still giving your testimony. And your family sees that. Your grandkids see that. And your great-grandkids, they see that. And they see man, that is a faithful, faithful Christian. A faithful tree. A mature tree. And one thing about it, it's a battle to be won. And Christians, to, for Christians to become fruitful, there must be a planting. And guys, we understand this. Uh, the Bible says in Psalms 1, verse number 3, it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. There has to be a planting first uh, uh, to be the tree. Now notice this in Matthew chapter 15 and verse 13, But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. And let me tell you something. First of all, you have to be planted if I could take the time you might be in church you're in the right place you might believe in that old King James Bible that's great but if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ you don't got nothing and one day as Jesus said you'll be cast in the lake of fire Not by his choice, by by your own choice. Say, well, what what if what what happens if I come up and walk the aisle and uh, you know what what will happen? Everybody's going, uh, you know. I've already said that I was saved and born again. I've already done that, and uh, man, I know I'm not truly saved. But what you know? Don't worry about what people think. Number one, worry about what God thinks. One day you will die. One day you will die. And where will you go? As a friend, as a member of this church, I just want to tell you, please work your own salvation out. Make sure you're saved and born again. Don't play with uh, life. Don't play with God. Make sure you're saved. It's a delicate uh, planning and you think about this, there must be a placement also. And I want you to uh, uh, listen to me uh, this morning in Psalm chapter 1, verse number 3. Notice where the placement of this tree is. And he shall be like a tree planted by what? The rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Then we see in, uh, even in uh, the book of John chapter number 15. Uh, John chapter number 15, where we were, and verses number 5. Notice what the Bible here again says. It says this, I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. The surroundings, number one, you all would have to admit we see uh trees in the forest, and a lot of times if there's not a lot of uh, good, uh the surroundings, if the trees are full, and man, there's not a lot of sunlight, man, the trees don't grow, do they? A lot of times they die because there's not enough sunlight. But the surroundings matter. The surroundings, and uh this morning, I'm going to talk about companions. We each and every one, I've already said, uh, that we're like trees. Christians are like trees in many ways. Uh, some of us might be uh, uh, in the world like donkeys. <laughs> Uh, but no, we're like trees Christians ought to be like trees And we ought to show forth our fruit like Jesus said But we've got to uh, make sure our surroundings are right And that is the companions that's around us I want you to notice in the book of Proverbs very quickly Proverbs uh, chapter number 13 Proverbs chapter number 13 And verses number 20 The Bible says, he that walketh with wise men shall be what? Wise. But a companion of fools shall be destroyed. The placement of the tree, it ought to be by the rivers of water. God places that tree, He he puts the root in and man, he roots it to himself. And man, God will he will take care of you if you'll let him. But God, he puts those roots deep and it's drawn to him. And God, he nourishes that tree. He puts the right surroundings on it. He does the placement. But you make sure you do not have the wrong companions around you if you're going to make it in this life, if you're going to be a, a mature tree, if you're going to be, uh, be able to live this Christian life for God, if you're going to be able to live it 100% for Him, you have to be surrounded with the right people. Uh, number two, it's the right church also. If you're listening to me by way of radio or by way of uh, YouTube, you might have been in a good church. Sometimes churches go bad. Sometimes they go liberal. I'm going to say to you this morning, don't give up. You go find you a good church. And if you're anywhere near New Caney, Texas, do we know a good church? Amen. East River Baptist Church. Brother Hoots. Roger Hoots is the pastor. This church is a great church that's founded on the Word of God that still sings the old hymns of the faith. Praise God for a right church. It's like a breath of fresh air walking into this place. Getting to hear Brother Hoots preach. It's an oasis a water well, if you will, uh, will, this morning for spiritual nourishment. It's been therapy for me and my family. I'm telling you what. The truth that comes from this pulpit. I, I don't know how many great preachers and uh, teachers have stood behind this pulpit. They have preached, thus saith, Word of the Lord. And man, how many good songs and spiritual songs that have been sung through this place. And praise God for that. We're in the right place if you don't have a church home you ought to take your kids to church take them to the right church take them to a church that still believes in the bible that still believes in the blood amen that still believes that once saved always saved that still believes in the old ways the old paths you ought to go get you a right church like that i'm thankful for east river baptist church then there's got to be sunlight And that is fellowship with Jesus, the light of the world. If you're going to grow as a tree, you're going to have to have plenty of sunlight. Trees need sunlight. That sunlight is very important. That sunlight is Jesus Christ. And He needs to shine upon you each and every day of your life. Can you imagine as uh, you wake up in the morning and as the sun is just coming right uh, 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 just over the hillside and it's starting to gleam up and man, those trees' leaves are pointing to it. And man, it's just drawing the sunlight. Hey, we need to draw from the sunlight of our Heavenly Father. We need that sunlight today. And man, uh, that sunlight, hey, it's by us talking to Him and walking with Him and going to Him in prayer and saying, Hey, our Heavenly Father, Father, and man, we ought to go to Him in prayer each and every morning, each and every day, uh, praying without ceasing, praying before we go to bed, praying before and giving thanks before we eat. Hey, just talking to our Heavenly Father throughout the day. We need the surroundings. We need the right uh, sunlight. And then we need the showers. How many of y'all, and y'all be honest, how many of y'all ever sometimes Just walk out in the rain. Not with an umbrella. Thank you, Brother Gary. Not with an umbrella, not even with a raincoat. Just look up. And you can feel those raindrops hit your skin. Sometimes we take that for granted, don't we? There's a lot of places that's in drought. Drought. But you know, all the precious things that God gives us, even to the rain showers, it's a blessing from Him. Can you imagine as we get thirsty? Man, we get thirsty, one of our children at night. Mom! Yes, son. I need some water. Oh, son, it's nighttime. You're in bed. I'm in bed. Mom! I need some water. Can you imagine some trees? Father! God! Creator! We need some water. You know, I think about the animal life. We think about them. Man, you think about a bird chirping outside. They're singing unto the Lord. They're Creator. Creator. And he said if uh, even in the New Testament if we would not uh, praise him he said he would even have the rocks to cry out right. and praise him We need those showers the Word of God, it's cleansing, it's refreshing, it's life-giving, it's sustaining water. And we need those showers, uh, uh, those showers uh, rained upon us in our life. We need the sunshine, we need the right surrounding, and we need the soul to be right. It just needs to be right. It needs to be textured, it needs to be have the nutrients in it for us to grow as Christians. We need to have our hearts right with Him. I ask you this morning, is your heart right with God? Is your heart right? You know, we had a great time (laughs) uh, singing for the Lord last night, even when the cops came, amen? (laughs) We had a good time. And I told my uh, kids before I went, they said, Dad, are you going to sing out like that in the mall? I said, "Don't make me nervous." (laughs) I said, "Brother, wise asked me to, so you know why am I going to do? Just tell him no." (laughs) I love you, brother. (laughs) He asked me, and but I told him this. I said, "I want you to understand." I said, "As your dad, sometimes yeah, you might get embarrassed of me, but at the same time, I'm I'm never going to be embarrassed." shine my light for the Lord. I don't care why anybody thinks of me. I'm going to shine it for Him. You know what? Our soul, our heart's got to be right. If you're going to grow as a mature tree, if you're going to be uh, rooted down in Jesus and Him just bless you in this life, if you're going to be uh, just a successful, fruitful tree, you're going to have to make sure your heart's right, the soul is right. How's your heart doing this morning? There must be a perseverance. I'm quickly coming to an end. The book of Psalms says this in verse number 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall uh, also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Verse number 4. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. There's got to be perseverance. The Bible says his leaf also shall not wither. Christians, like a tree, in order to be fruitful, must endure some things. Number one, I thought about uh, that uh, they got to endure, uh, be able to endure drought and heat. That drought could be loneliness. Sometimes we got to stand alone with the Lord. Sometimes when you walk out in the forest, Brother Lauren, he, he cuts a lot of them. He uses a lot of wood, amen? But sometimes, Lauren, when you walk out in the woods, man, you'll see little tree, little tree, little tree, little tree, little tree, uh, semi-big tree, and then you'll come to a big old tree. I re, uh, in uh, Kentucky, there's a place where Daniel Boone, and that tree is, I think it's over 200 years old, something like that. That's what they say. And the branches of that thing, I mean, the branches itself is uh, as big as trees that you see out in the forest, but they hang down to the ground and you can see some of those branches are still there on the ground and people use them uh to be able to sit and eat their lunch there at uh, Daniel Boone's uh uh place there his fort and man that tree is so big it's been there and it's uh man it's done so well and, and man it's amazing uh, to be able to see that but it's persevered all these many years there's going to be times of loneliness I hate to see when I go out in the forest and there's just one big, big tree, and you're thinking, where's all the other trees? And you see them falling down. The storm has got them. Their roots wasn't as good, it wasn't as deep. They didn't have a good water source. And when the winds came and the, uh, the storms came, it came in and man, that hit the top of that tree, all the wind, and that tree started shaking back and forth, back and forth. There was not enough root system. The tree was not healthy enough. And that, uh, a tree finally fell to the floor of that forest. There's going to be some times when there is a drought of loneliness. And there's some times in this old world that you're going to have to stand alone. No matter if people are cussing God and cursing His name, drinking the booze and uh, smoking the dope, and man, they're uh, living their wild, uh, luxurious life, and it looks like everything's going for them, you still stay faithful to God. Sometimes you'll stand alone. Then there's sometimes when the heat comes. And that heat is the persecution. And you're going to be shot at, my friend. You young people, there's going to be uh, other peers that's going to say things about you. Why do you do this for? Why do you go to church all the time? Why do you carry your Bible for? That's not cool. Why do you get up and sing? Why do you hold the hymn book? Hey, you don't have to do that. Man, that don't look cool. You'll never get a girlfriend like that. Sometimes there's going to be loneliness. Sometimes there's going to be persecution. And the Bible says that there's going to be fiery darts that's going to be fired at you from Satan and his demons, from him alone. He's wanting you to not produce... God's fruit. Are you going to be like your grandma or grandpa or your mom or dad that have man? They are a mature tree. There's man. They're standing alone sometimes. Are you going to uh, go to the test? Are you going to go to your finish uh, finish your course uh, like maybe one of your parents did? Are you going to finish your course for God? Are you going to live the Christian life? You've got to make that choice as a young person. Then there's disease and insects. That's the temptations. That's the false doctrines. Teachers having itchy ears and wolves in sheep's clothing. And man, they're going to tell you anything and everything. This old world is going to tell you that hey, homosexuality is right. It's from God. They're going to say they're a little bit different. God created it that way. And you've got to know in your heart and from the Word of God that that is a lie. You've got to know it. Because there's wolves and sheep's clothing. Man, they look pretty on the outside, but inside they're like dead men's bones. They're whited sepulchres. But man, they're dead inside. And you be very careful to listen to somebody like that. Then there's the death and destruction of other trees. Loss of Christian friends through death, moving, and maybe even backsliding. But don't lose your course. You keep weathering the storms. You keep holding strong. You keep uh, fighting the good fight of faith. You keep being like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. You keep in with the Word of God. And then, last but not least, there's a pruning. John chapter 15, verse number 2 Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it. Wonder maybe this morning, God. He might want to purge some things from you. Maybe it's your affections. Maybe it's some things that you kind of like. Maybe it's something that's you've got your heart set on. Maybe it's some things that is drawing you from God and God, He, He does it. He's a very jealous God and He sees that you got your eyes upon it, as Eve did upon the fruit. And He sees that your eyes are set on those things. Those affections are set on those things. He sees you during the day. He sees you at nighttime and He sees you. You're looking at those things. You're thinking about those things. You see, the difference between God and the devil is God, He can see what you think. He can see what's in your heart. He knows everything. He knows everything. The devil has ears. But God, he sees the heart. And God knows you. And God knows me. And God knows what you like and what you dislike. And God knows what your affections are. What are they? Maybe he has to do some pruning of your associations. People or friends that's hindering your walk from, uh, from the Lord. Being a Christian, you can be. Maybe you just don't have the right, right people around you. God, He might have to step in and take those people away so you can grow again. That wouldn't be so bad, would it? But I want to tell you something. Be very careful with who you hang out with. Activities where you're spending your time, where you go. You know, Corey Tim Boone, I wrote this down. I, I just uh, wrote this down. It says, she said this. She said, if you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. And if you look at God, you'll be at rest. I thought, man, what truth that is. I'm going to end it right here, and I want you to pay very close to me. I was reading about the giant redwoods in California. They're an unusual tree. They stand up at the 350-some feet. It's amazing how big they are. Even cars, sometimes cars, they have put cars through them. I was, I was reading about the redwood trees and now I've been praying for our pastor. This thing is serious. And You know, uh, one thing that I, I caught on that caught me so greatly in my nightly research, Brother Clark, was they said one reason that those giant redwoods can withstand the storms, maybe a tree is uh, getting, uh, maybe it's a little bit sick, as I, I was reading, and their roots from all the other trees, they entangle each other. Right. So when one is uh, going through a hard spot in their life, those other roots of those other trees hang on to it yeah. so they can blow through the storms of life. And this morning, our pastor, a beloved pastor, 27 years, we love so greatly! It's time for East River Baptist Church, as I already know you are. We've got to entangle him. We've got to hold on to his roots. And whatever happens, we hold on to him tight and hold on to his wife because she needs us as well. And we hold on to those roots. And we don't let go. Hey, he's been, a, he's been a great tree for God. And we hold on to our pastor and we take root. And during this time and during the storms of his life, hey, we grab hold of his roots and hang on tight. And let's see what God can do with this thing. Hey, God, He is still alive and He's still very well. And He's got the power to do whatever He wants. As we stand to our feet, I think it would be fitting this morning as Brother uh, Lauren has uh, prayed for our dear pastor. I think it would be fitting this morning. I know he's going to be here tonight. I think it would be fitting. I'll be honest with you. I think everybody in this room, if you are able, if you're able to just get out of your seat this morning and come to these altars. And uh, man, pray for your dear pastor. Pray for your pastor's wife. She is here. I think we ought to church, if you have to pray in the aisles, I think you ought to just go right here in the aisles. If you have to pray at your seat, pray at your seat. Whatever you can do. And I'm going to ask Brother Yaws, if you will, to lead us in a word of prayer. Let's be a tree for God. Brother Yaws, when you come, I'm going to let you pray. Let's pray for our dear pastor this morning.